year reaching for the top with greater expectation. The top includes the unchurched and the unsaved. Hmm. Our expectation flow begins here at Mark 11 and verse 46. Mark 11 and verse 46. Hallelujah. Say, I'm a reacher. I'm a reacher. Hallelujah. Mark 11, 46 begins like this. And they came to Jericho. And this is Jesus and his disciples coming to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging, begging. Then what scripture is it? Mark eleven forty six doesn't say that. What is it then? And there came to Jericho <laughs> as he went out of Jericho with his disciples. A greater number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now here we begin with a man that's blind and he hears about a man by the name of Jesus and he cries out. When he heard it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Many charged him that he should hold his peace. Eye contact. When you are in need of something from God, there will also come resistance from the adversary to make you think that your crying out for God doesn't matter. That's why some people stop coming to church because they feel like, well, I come to church, but the more I come, the more it don't work. That's a lie because you're dealing with a liar. Say the devil is a liar. And I believe the truth, not the lie. The verse says, and many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal. Say, when, when I'm hitting resistance and the enemy wants me to stop calling to the Lord, I'm going to keep calling on him. I'm going to press towards that mark for the prize of the high calling. Chapter 10, hallelujah. And he cried the more a great deal. The son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still meaning he heard, and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man 
the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I shall do unto thee? Now here's where I want to begin. Many of you go to God without the clarity of what you need. And then because you don't know what you need when you get there, you get upset. But delay is not denial. There are times when you just have to be still long enough and let the Lord tell you what you need. Because he knows your downsetting and he knows your uprising. He knows your beginning and he knows your ending. Jesus answered him, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, I got it, that I might receive my sight. I'm blind, but Lord, I know what I need. I know what I desire. I want my sight. And Jesus said unto him, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Wait a minute, Jesus. Why ain't you laying your hands on my eyes? Lord, I seen you, I heard you lay hands on people. When the Lord doesn't do it your way, doesn't mean it ain't going to work. He said, go thy way. Now, if you've been blind for years and somebody tell you to go thy way, until you receive that and do that, you won't get the victory. And in 2020, the Lord's going to tell you to do something that don't make sense. But do it anyhow, because you know it's him. He knows how to make the crooked straight and the rough places plain. Say, God, I promise if you tell me to do something in 2020, I'm going to do it. Whether I understand it or not. All right. In Mark 10, thank you, Lord. And Jesus said unto him, go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight. When he walked by faith, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, guess what? Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. When God does something immediately for you, it's easy for him to follow. Say, say, God, I'm going to follow you because I'm expecting some immediate results in 2020. Hallelujah. So today, the message is entitled, Are You Hungering for More of God? Now, why, why, why? Because now that we're in 2020, year reaching for the top with great expectation, unless we each daily are hungering for more of God, we will miss out the divine grace that awaits us. Hallelujah. In the natural, far too many people seem to be involved in the seemingly impossible time and season of their lives. With all the social media, the spirit of fear, the spirit of terror are constantly 
being released almost everywhere. So instead of strong faith, people are functioning in strong doubt and strong unbelief. Say, that's not me. And remember, the word of the Lord that says he could do no mighty works there because of their unbelief. Moreover, where there is strong doubt and unbelief, people stop being willing and stop being obedient and miss out on eating the good of the land. Say doubt, no place. Unbelief, no place. I'm a believer and a mighty receiver. Hallelujah. Now here in our opening text, we have blind Bartimaeus, the son of Tamias, sitting by the white highway side begging. Likewise today, there are people here that may not have the same heart issue that Bartimaeus had, yet are struggling with their own life tests and trials. Now, just because people come to church don't mean they ain't in no tests and trials. Hallelujah and a hush. In this life you shall have trials and tribulations, but now you got to graduate and be of good cheer. Hallelujah. Say, God, I'm of good cheer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And right here is where we tap into the first key of are you hungering for more of God? In Luke 8, 27, 8 and 27, are you hungering for more of God? Wow. And he said, Talking about Jesus, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Say, God, thank you. So the key is that whenever there is a life test or trial that seems impossible, the solution ought to be a hunger for more of God. Why? Because the things which are impossible with men, with people, are possible with God. Just be sure that you never try to manipulate God by not making the required life changes so you become faithful to the end. And here's where, you know, I'm believing in 2020 that the members of Eagle Summit will graduate. You've had some signs and wonders and miracles, but you can't manipulate God. God's going to keep causing you to change. But where there's no fear of God, meaning no respect for God, there's no change. And the younger you get, the more you're going to have to change. You, 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 y'all, y'all. I said the younger you get, the more you're going to have to change. I remember years ago where the telephone was, you know, a little thing here and just a cord and you pick it up and you dial it. But now... You, we got a new phone, and that new phone you're going to have to learn how to use. Well, I don't know. How, hey, then nobody's going to call you because the phone is different from where we came from. And that's just one issue, phones. Hallelujah. Now, now we got, uh, you can get in the car and tell your car where you want to go, and the car will lead you. Huh? There's a place called Waze. Huh? Come on now. And, and, and just, just use that. But if you get in the car and, and you don't know how to use it, 
you're going to be messed up. That's the same way with life. There'd be some situations where you don't know. You need to be able to ask somebody. Say, you have not, because I asked not. But now ask the right person. <laughs> All right, here we go. In other words, not cheap grace, but costly grace is always the answer, meaning there's a cost involved when you're growing with God. Next, when Bartimaeus heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now here's the next part. When you're flowing with God, you gotta learn to have humility. You can't be arrogant and prideful when you're dealing with God. You gotta know how to humble yourself under his mighty hand, say, all right, God, I've been stupid. Lord, I just need your help. I repent, God, for everything I've done wrong. Lord, please help me. And again, wait on him. And see, God knows your heart. He knows when you're faking. So sometimes it, 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 it's not going to happen right away because he knows there's still some stuff that you got to get out of your heart. Because the issues of life flow out of your heart. Now, folks, we tap into the next important key regarding are you hungering for more of God? Now, here we go. Spending time crying out for more of God regardless of your negative situations and negative circumstances. It's amazing how when people are going through tests and trials, they don't want to pray. They don't want to come to church. They don't want to be around other believers because the devil got them in a stronghold and making them feel that if they keep pressing into God, God ain't going to answer. Because if you, if you had it right, you know, it would have happened automatically. But the Bible says God, huh, he's working all things together for your good. And he wants you to grow in his grace and grow in his mercy and grow in the understanding that, you know what? Delay is not denial. Say 2020 is a miracle season. And I have great expectation of great manifestations in my life. Hallelujah. Spending time crying out for more of God, regardless of the negative situations and the negative circumstances. And just like blind Bartimaeus began to cry out to God, we too must daily find and make ways to be sure to cry out for more of God. Now here's another interesting part. Some of you work on jobs where it, it can be interesting. You got to know how, even on the job, know how to cry out to God. Sometimes you may need to leave your desk and go to the bathroom, stand in the hall, and have a talk with Jesus. Then go back to your area and smile. And when you go back, make sure you're forgiving. Forgiving them, Father, for they know not what they do. Everybody that works with you may, may, may not be saved. Everybody that works around you may not be saved. And you got to have the grace of God working in your life. Say, God, I thank you for this revelation that I need to cry out more and more for you. Hallelujah. Now, here the trick of the devil is, host, is to make you feel ashamed and bad because you're spending time crying out for more of God. It's amazing how some people in church are so religious 
that when people are going through tests and trials, they make other people feel bad. That ain't right. As if you never spent some time crying out for God a long time. A long time. And see, here's the issue. You keep speaking long time, and a long times keep happening because you're calling those things that be not as though they are. But you're making what you're speaking happen. Say, I have power. And my words will either justify me or condemn me. That's why sometimes you need to shut up so you can go up. Hallelujah. Look at God, my God, my God. Again, the trick of the devil is to make you feel ashamed and bad because you spend time crying for more of God. And he does so to make sure you speak the wrong things, you understand the wrong things, and you think the wrong things. Ooh. It's just like as I'm preaching this word, I know the devil is, is harassing you, making things. You know, I, I, I heard that before. I know that before. Hearing it and knowing it and doing it is, is, is hey. And he does it again to make you think wrong, speak wrong, understand wrong, and think wrong. How? By making sure you constantly focus on the problems and neglect the promises of God that are yes and amen. By making sure you function in unforgiveness and forsaking yourselves the gathering together with other believers. Now, I'm, I'm gonna look down on the floor, but I've heard people say, you know what? Pastor, you don't know what I've been through. I ain't gonna never forgive them. But you're saved. You confess the Lord with your mouth. But pastor, that, mm, I, mm, mm, mm. I, I, mm, mm. I, I just refuse, mm, mm, no, I ain't forgiving them, nope, nope, nope. And then they wonder why they got high blood pressure. They wonder why they, got, they can't sleep at night. They wonder why they got aches and pains in their body because their body is contaminated with unforgiveness. The last thing that Jesus did on the cross after being crucified, after being humiliated or after being disgraced, he looked up and said, Father, forgive them. Forgive them for they know not what they do. And when he did, he had peace. And he was able to give up the ghost and go up. When you function in unforgiveness, you go down instead of going up. And we, you know, in our community, we got too many generational curses of unforgiveness that's blocking the flow of the miracle signs and wonders. Because remember, the Lord, huh, he can handle it. Vengeance, vengeance belongs to him. He will fight your battles. He will deliver you from evil. He will avenge you. And you're supposed to keep perfect peace because your mind is stayed. Hallelujah. By making sure you function in unforgiveness and forsaking your assembly, the gathering together with other believers. By making sure you stop giving your tithes. I ain't paying my time. I ain't done. I paid my time. Ain't and my offering. They are scared to, to rebuke the devourer. You're tied 
rebukes the devourer. Your offering rebukes the devourer. When you give to God, God will handle your stuff. Hallelujah. Say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm a tither. God got me. Hallelujah. What else? By making sure you stop your praise. Hmm. Stop your worship. So your atmosphere is no longer peaceable, but constantly depressed, expecting nothing but disappointment and defeat. When you stop praising and stop worshiping God, then the enemy comes in and says, see, mm-hmm, see, mm-hmm. And you start hearing what you ain't supposed to be hearing and start talking what you ain't supposed to be talking because the enemy has got you. Well, I'm saved, I'm sanctified, but you're not full of the Holy Ghost now. You're full of the devil. He knows how to take saved folk captive and make them feel like, you know, God ain't nowhere around. Say, God ain't a feeling. He's a God. All right? John 15 and 7. Are you hungering for more of God? John 15 and 7 says this familiar passage. If you abide in me, and if my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. If, if. Folks, here we discover the real growth process or place for us all. Learning to abide in God in other words, staying connected regardless of life tests and life trials his way. And I've shared, you know, when I've had to go into the hospital for something and, and the doctor's working on me, I'm praying the whole time. I'm speaking the word the whole time. I hear what the doctor's saying, I hear what the nurse is saying, but I'm praying the whole time. God, I'm having a word with him. I'm standing praise and worship the whole time. And the doctors be looking at you and the nurses be looking at you, but I'm praising God the whole time. And when you do, you come out with perfect peace and victory. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Learning to abide in God, in other words, staying connected regardless of life tests and trials is his way. Now, note, in, in Mark 11:48, many charged him, 1048, I'm sorry, Many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal. Folks, in 2020, the year reaching for the top with great expectation, we each are going to have to draw nigh to God and resist the devil until he flees. Say, resist the devil. Resist the devil. Resist the devil, resist the devil. until he flees. Son, said another way, it's our time and season to cry out more, a great deal, by activating a real hunger for more of God in all of our lives too. Now why? Mark 10, 52. Why? Why, pastor? And Jesus said unto him, go thy way. Thy faith has made the whole. Say in 2020, the Lord's going to tell me which way to go. And when I go that way, 
my faith will make me whole. And immediately he received his sight and said, immediately, there's some results coming my way because I go the way. God tells me to go. Hallelujah. Eagle Summit, it's time for our faith to make us whole in every area of our life we're walking through. It's time for some immediate turnaround. Don't you want something immediate? It's time for each of us to receive our sight too. All for the glory of God. But Pastor, how, how, how are we going to do that? How do we begin to do so? You ready? Beginning Monday, January 13th, that's tomorrow, I'm calling Eagle Summit to a season of fasting and praying in which we each spend quality time asking, knocking, and seeking for more of God in every area of our lives. So from January 13th tomorrow to the 31st, we will each day press in for more and more of God. Skip one or two meals a day and begin to ask God for more and more and more of him. Open your mouth, open your heart, and allow the Holy Spirit to help you get stronger in your communion and fellowship with God. Now, if you are on medication and need to eat, do so. And fast the TV, fast the phone, fast social media, and spend that time asking for more and more of God in every area of your life. Make sure you drink some water and needed juice to keep strong during the fast. Each service the rest of the month will be filled with thick praise, thick worship, and much prayer, asking for more and more of God. Hmm. And we will know that we're there as we begin to experience immediate signs immediate wonders and immediate miracles as the pastor and prophet of the house eagle summit i boldly decree and declare that we are to be a part of the movement of god to fill the whole earth with his glory i boldly declare that every man every woman every boy every girl of eagle summit is to be saturated in the glory of god everywhere you go. Now, eye contact. God is so in you that wherever you go, you bring his presence. Wherever you go, you bring his presence. And when you go, there's going to be a reaction. Huh? It's going it's to happen. It's going to happen because you bring his presence. So you got to know how to carry his presence and not be upset when you meet a devil. When you meet a devil, it doesn't mean that something wrong. No, the devil's reacting to your presence. And you got to know what to do. Listen to God. He'll tell you what to do in that moment. But the angels are going there with you. And the last time I checked, goodness and mercy are following you all the days of your life. Hallelujah. 
Every member of Eagle Summit is anointed to impact this region and territory and beyond. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You are a carrier. You don't need a title to be a carrier. You don't need a title to be a carrier. You, are, you got God, God in you. God makes you bring a... You're impacting your family. You're impacting your job. You're impacting your region because you carry his presence. I boldly decree that every woman and every boy, every man, every girl of Eagle Summit is to be saturated in the glory of God everywhere you go. How? By our hungering for more and more and more of God. Eagle Summit, are you hungering for more of God? Yes. I can't hear no yeses. Yes. yes. Come on, yes. Holy Spirit, help us. Holy Spirit, fill us more and more so we overflow with your presence everywhere we go and help us win the unchurched, help us win the unsaved into their own very permanent relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You are also to help make disciples. You don't know who's watching you to be able to be like you because they see the God in you. That's why they keep calling you to pray. That's why they keep calling on you, because they recognize the presence of God that's in you. Say, God, thank you for that promotion. I give you all the glory and all the praise. Say, I'm hungering for more of God. Let's, Lord, Lord, let Eagle Summit hunger for more and more of you. Yes, Lord. Eagle Summit comes believing that you are and that you are a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. We come now to diligently seek you with all of our heart, all of our soul, and with all of our minds. Yes, yes, we're hungering for more of God with great expectation as we reach for the unchurched and the unsaved and help them become disciples for Christ too. Amen. 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 Amen.